All right, folks, you guys have heard of speed benching. This is going to be a speed pod because speed we got pod. we got a lift, man. We're doing this one before training, and you know, Peachy's characteristically late, and obviously, uh, you know, well, forty five minutes late is actually. I'll tell you good two things that happen before any pod. Somebody's late, typically Peachy, because me and Alex live in the pod, the pod, the pod studio. And then the audio, whatever, however we're designed to record, which there are many methods depending on if we have a guest or not, the audio's fucked up. Well, no, we got a wrench thrown in today because we didn't have the GoPro because audio spectrum giveth and audio spectrum taketh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. apparently there's a Dropkick Murphy show happening at uh, audio spectrum headquarters that's going to be streamed to the world. And uh, somehow the GoPro that also records... Spicy PL Pod needed to be recommandeered yeah. <laughs> for Dropkick Murphy. So I feel good about it. I feel bad about it. I don't know how to feel about it. But the lens know. of the pod is also the same lens that Dropkick Murphy's is being recorded through yeah. somehow. Well, what, what, so epi- what episode is. are we on? We're on episode 37. That's so sick, dude. Yeah. We're, I'm uh, so stoked. We're getting there. We're getting through the pod. But but this one we're just uh we're whipping a pod together because we had a couple announcements and there's a couple um a couple goings on in in USA goings Power. ons yeah goings ons <laughs> yeah I like that is that something yeah something like That's that sick. but uh, <laughs> I don't even know where the hell I was going with speed bench and, and speed pods but um I let's just get to our announcement man like we have a lot of listeners out there and sometimes. You know, since we just threw this thing together in our basement, we don't like take ourselves too seriously. And, you know, we have a lot of a lot of people that we know that are listening, but there's some people that we had no idea were listening. Yeah. And then we we like to talk shit and I'm glad that about this person we didn't really talk much shit. I think we held him in high regards. <laughs> the highest of regards you be held on this pod. <laughs> <laughs> but um all three of us just like out of the blue got a follow on Instagram and a couple likes by the strongest man in powerlifting. And we're like, wait, how does he randomly follow Peachy? Who's got like 600 followers and me, you know, maybe if he followed Joe, it would be something. Even my follower count is not enough to yeah, we're like uh, having this guy follow me and, and not wonder why. Yeah. We're like nobodies. I mean, especially me and Peachy, but like, yeah, of course. We're like, this guy must listen to the pod. Dan Bell just set an all-time world record, and he just followed all. He must, he must listen to the pod because we just talked about him on the last episode. Someone must have said, we we're like, someone yeah, must we have sent like, him this pod. He must have listened to like. We were like frantically texting know. each other, like, you think he listens? Oh my god! <laughs> and we're like, he fucking followed Peachy, bro. He definitely <laughs> listens. There's no, there's no way, right? We're like, he must have listened to the three minutes we talked about. You know this guy's pretty strong. He he used to you know do some single ply, multiply, you know, he's, multiply. He's been in the game a while. You know, good for this guy. And yeah, I already have an error and omission that I'll get to on Dan Bell, which uh, is fucking hilarious. But <laughs> anyway, I'm like sitting there and I'm like, fuck. Last night we were supposed to do the pod, and I'm like, fuck, man. I obviously didn't line up any guests because I'm a I'm a loser, and I didn't do anything this weekend with my life. So. I messaged one guy I really want on the pod, and uh, it's a really good friend of mine. Another person we talked about in the last episode. Yeah, Ahmed Hassanin, um, just big fucking Egyptian stud. He knows we, We've we talked about how legendary he is on the spot a few times and how we want him on the pod. So I hit him up. I was like, hey, brother, I want to get you on the podcast. 
And he was like, oh, man, thanks for thinking of me. But, like, maybe after Nationals. And I'm like, damn. Okay. I'm like, and, like, maybe he doesn't listen and doesn't realize we don't talk about training. Like, that's not what we're, like, I'm, like, yes, we're about to compete against each other at USAPL Nationals. But, like, at what point on this podcast have we ever talked about training and numbers? I mean, I mean we've talked about maybe training with like Sean or like like training strategies, but never that. So I'm just like, damn, man. But like he's my boy. So I'm like, all right, man. He said he'll think about it. So then I'm sitting there. Well, first of all, I'm like upset now. I'm just upset. But it's kind of like I was like pretty mentally prepared to lose to Hassanin and just like smile about it because like I'm a good sport. Uh, unless I'm losing Blaine. I wasn't a good sport back then. But that's because I don't like losing the high squatters. But. Blaine's my boy, but still, I was there. Were there were some things, but I mean, you lose to Hassanin. It's like, what are you gonna do? The guy's fucking massive. Um, one of the strongest lifters in the world. It's like, well, what are you gonna do? Guy's trying to go to worlds for the U.S. It's the goal of his. Now that he lives in the, uh, he's a U.S. citizen. I've been seven fucking times. He's a very likable guy. Yeah, you he's know? the man. If, if you lost to him fair and square, I think it's you know sucks. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. But yeah. you can you can have some good sportsmanship there and give the congratulations. He's peaking. The guy. He's peaking. I'm I'm not, dude. It's well, like when Jay Cutler beat Ronnie Coleman. Yeah, you know. Well, I'm just saying. So now I'm just like, well, now every night when I go to bed, I'm just gonna think about winning, <laughs> and yeah. like that's not good because it takes a lot to motivate me. Usually, I just go through life joking around and. If I take this serious, I don't know what's gonna happen. Well, I mean, big <laughs> I deal. He, he didn't. He didn't want to be on the pod respectfully. Yeah, respectfully it's, it's true. De- respectfully declined true. to be on the pod until nationals. You can imagine it's a big deal for him, and you're, you know, in his eyes, you're the guy to beat now if Blaine's not signed up officially. Yeah, but I got like, a target on my dude, back all of a sudden. Yeah. What What is the big deal about coming on the pod <clears throat> and talking some shit? Hey, what's hey, going PG's on? Man. Blah blah blah. Like that's. I want to talk dude, about his know? experience lifting in in the Egyptian team and like that whole story about that that team in Norway, how they balk gear the day of, all that shit. Like I want to know, like how we like basically didn't warm up. There's a lot of shit that like we want to ask in depth, stupid questions. Yeah. Well, after I don't think he listens to the pod. He, I think that's the problem. Yeah, he probably he doesn't, doesn't know, know the the genre we're. This is like powerlifting satire. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> we'll uh, get him on. We'll get him on. Hopefully but, hopefully things will be cool between the two. But it's actually, I'm kind of glad that you're a little bit rustled that he declined. because Yeah, I know, might put on like 20 pounds. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you need a little fire lit up I might, I might gain some weight, eat some more cookies. <laughs> I don't know, man. But anyway, so I'm sitting there on the couch. I'm like, man, that really sucks, man. Maybe we just won't do a pod this week. <laughs> And then I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to shoot my shot. So I hit up Dan Bell, and I'm like, hey, man, uh, just wondering if you followed because you listened to the podcast. And he was like, yeah, man, I've actually listened to most of them. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, my theory was that someone listens to the podcast, heard us talking about him, and sent him the one episode. But when he actually said, like, oh, I've been listening to you guys, I was like, holy fuck, dude, Dan Bell. Right. So I'm like, yo, would you like, like, would you like if it's if it's your will, will you come on the pod? You grace us. Yeah. And he's like, dude, I work so late and it's like 11 o'clock. He's like, I'm driving home right now from work. And I'm like, this is perfect. We're up like all the time. I was like, that's perfect. We'll do it at two in the morning. We don't care. 
And I'm like, what about Sunday? He's like, he's like, I trained for like five hours. And he's like, my Italian side of my family, we have a huge dinner. I'm like, fuck, dude, I get it, man. Like, what time do you want to do it? He's like, 8 p.m. He lives in Florida. All this time, I thought he lives like in St. 8 p.m. We, we might not even be done training by <laughs> exactly. then. We'll have yeah. to start training early. We got to start yeah. training <laughs> early Sunday because we got Dan Bell. Yeah. So Dan Bell's coming on the pod. I'm fucking super stoked. And in the process, learning that he actually listened listens to our podcast and basically he said like most powerlifting podcasts are trash um and you guys are are the real deal i'm like yo this is sick so obviously like we gotta we gotta find a way for him to talk trash about king of lifts we just gotta figure out a way to bait him into it but it's all good man so that's our big announcement we're super stoked about it yeah um but we figured we 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 do a do a podcast and and obviously like if you have any questions message us or hit up the bitly <clears throat> yeah hit up Alex's the bitly profile link. yeah, it's, yeah. Sh- it should be i think i put i think i put that link in the description of every podcast yeah um but again it's just uh bitly b-i-t-l-y dot com slash spicy pl and it just shoots your questions over to a spreadsheet so, so the errors and omissions that i already have to fucking put out there and we haven't even had dan there i was like dude i've been following your lifting for like 10 years and he's like haha joe I've only been powerlifting for seven years. I'm like, oh fuck, dude. I'm already a moron. I'm like, dude, I haven't had time to do my research yet. The pod is gonna be crazy. But Arizona Missions, Dan Bell, competitive powerlifter for seven years. I'm a fucking moron. I was just groveling at his feet and I just, you know, put my foot in my mouth. But it's all good. He he understands. So know. he started in twenty fourteen. It makes sense. Oh. It makes sense. Yeah. When did you start, Peachy? Uh, twenty eleven, December twenty eleven. Yeah, yeah. We me stink. And, the way we, me and <laughs> yeah, Peachy, remember shit. the Outlaws days, it's it's fuzzy. You it know? is fuzzy. I want to say that we we're in the heyday of Outlaws and probably twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw Power Unlimited in like two thousand nine, but my first competition was in like two thousand eleven or something. Yeah, dude. I got banned from Outlaws around that time. Yeah, you did. <laughs> You had Sucked. to come up with like a bunch of different screens. Yeah, well then I just was doing it from my cell phone. Yeah, yeah. That was insane, dude. Right. <laughs> well, what'd you get banned from Outlaws for? I wish I could remember, but there's basically this this story of like I forgot what my screen name was on Outlaws, but I told this satirical story of Titty Mike, a big Mike. <laughs> yeah. Leaving his house to train, stopping at seven eleven to get dip, and then finally getting to the gym to train but it was just such a masterpiece of a story i wish i printed it i i might have had it printed one time like it was like if mike was doing that but in like the world that is like willy wonka's chocolate factory like it was just some insane satirical story i put up on there and then i don't know eventually i got banned but yeah. it was sick i mean there was a lot of that shit that we put on and it was like i think i think someone who was a mod thought it was like aimed at somebody who it definitely wasn't aimed at and yeah. decided to ban you. <clears throat> Yeah, that's lame. I thought it was gonna be like way sicker. I thought this story would be like, no, dude, no. I was just such a fight. troll. I was just <laughs> such a troll, dude. It was so bad. Well, people didn't really get banned because you could say kind of whatever. Like you could tell, like you could tell people they suck. You could tell people they're on tons of gas. You could tell people <laughs> yeah. that you're gonna show up in Florida at fucking Raw Unity three and whoop their ass. Like whatever. It's actually like, crazy. I got banned because you could just like put your steroid stack on there and like ask if it's intense enough and then like how to amp it up and that's like fine yeah but i got banned so it was sick damn yeah man (laughs) all right let's just keep it moving there's a couple announcements well first of all i think joe 
um you wanted to talk some shit about all the crybabies that were crying oh my about God, how bro. nationals, oh you know, the, the people aren't going to be able to compete, and the USA, USAPL is doing this money grab. You know, the, the lifetime membership thing was kind of lame. You know, I think we all expressed our opinion on it, but I don't think it ended up mattering at all. Yeah, so there's like two facets to the story that I want to get into about Rock Hucks. Anyway, um, like last night, March 2nd, I was trying to – like I just went on the page and I noticed that people were posting like memes about how you can still sign up for nationals and what a joke it was. And so I went even last night, um, which is a full 24 hours after it was open to the public, just open to any cuck who had a qualifying total. Um, there were still spots in every weight class other than female 69 and below, which I don't know why that filled up faster, but Probably because like women are more responsible to sign. Yeah, up the, to I mean the little time. girl, the little girls are crazy. Like they're crazy. They're the yeah. craziest <clears throat> ones. They definitely fucking got in there. Flashbang, boom, right? Yeah, they have so, no shame. Even no. if I was a raw lifter and had a QT, I could still sign up as a one twenty as a one twenty plus. I'm like, wow, uh, there's still equipped spots. It's still, but there's still so many spots. There's 83 kilo men spots, which is ridiculous because yeah. usually there's like 200 lifters. Well, yeah. well, I I, I kind of gave the lifters the benefit of the doubt that like guys that suck that would be you know just barely qualifying and placed dead last are not going to sign yeah, up. Yeah, well, I think. And you guys were like, no, nah, no, nah, these guys like you know. Yeah, you were probably the, right. I gave them the benefit of the doubt there. People don't want to stick out like a sore thumb, like yeah. how much you suck. So I think that's part of it, and the other part is just like the self policing that went on, like whatever, whether through memes or like just making fun of each other stupid stupid assholes like us like i guess like the the fray didn't sign up like i think part of it might have just been that like there's a probably relatively high percentage of people who usually do run ats who like couldn't go to the gym and they feel like they don't want to go to nationals and waste that money when they haven't really been lifting yeah i feel like the the serious lifters have been lifting yeah but how many how many raw clowns that have been lifting for like one year could show up to nationals and did over the past like few years. Well, I mean, there's Heaps. not that many people that have been lifting for one year that could hit the QTs that aren't like fucking legit. There are like a couple freaks out there, and yeah. then maybe they're just not dedicated to the sport. But but I think people that are dedicated to powerlifting that have been to nationals before and raw, and like actually have a chance of being competitive, most of the ones that I know have been finding a way to train. You know. Yeah. I think so, and I think uh, there's just so many powerlifters in the southern states that never even shut down. So I mean, it's like I don't know, but but anyway, regardless, there are still spots open. I think so. Yeah. Like, so I think that's a, it's a good news, a good thing. I think it's good news um, that all the all the the people that should be there that want to be there can be there. That claim to have a you know a stake can be there. The stakeholders can be there. Um, The second part of this is fucking our boy, Chance Mitchell. I just had to get into it with him yesterday. I know he listens to the pod, but like it just ended up being such a dumb argument because he like was posting about how this the meet should be called Raw Nationals and just have an equipped division, but instead it's called Open Nationals. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Cause like open nationals means like it's open all classes. It's literally all ages, all classes. Right. And he's like, well, they usually call equipped nationals, open nationals. Like, yeah, the raw cucks keep trying to propose at the NGB to change the name to equipped nationals, but it keeps getting shot down. And I go like, 
all the equipped lifters run the meets, including Ron. I was like, you like the meets that Josh Rohr puts on? You like the meets that the Fed puts on? You like Luis's video walls? Like, you like Dobbin's DRL system? Like, this is all things that are done by equipped lifters. Nothing by me. I'm not taking any credit. But what I will say is that it's it's shocking how the percentage of participation is lean 90% raw. 95% raw, but the mm-hmm. but the volunteering, <clears throat> refereeing, everything else, production, yeah. uh, is probably 99% equipped lifting. So well, I was like, let me play devil's advocate here. Yeah, they do the the raw lifters do make up the money, right? Yeah, the, they're they're responsible for the money. You know, they have the most the most lifters there, but. I agree with you that historically the equipped lifters, the people that have been in the game for 5, 10, 20, 30 years in the game, they're going to be equipped lifters anyway. But I do think that we are seeing a lot of raw lifters start to step up. Um, And I think like right now the case is still that equipped lifters are doing the most for the sport and participating the most in – you know, board in the board and state, yeah. you know, state positions and that sort of thing. But, um, especially in our state, like these recent meets that we've been participating in, they've been run by a lot of lifters that are primarily raw. Um, a lot of these, these powerlifting gyms that are popping up, um, are getting to be more raw. Um, I mean, opening a gym is like, that's what the raw lifters want to do. They don't want to work. They want, they want to make money off of powerlifting. <laughs> they they don't want to contribute to society. Oh, well, they're com- contributing to powerlifting. They want to contribute society. to power. They want to close their nerds. They're ner- typically the raw lifter to me is like a nerd who has no self confidence and has now found this hobby that they can right. do. And yeah, they but can look at themselves. So engineer, now. engineer, math, PhD. Yeah, who, who you're calling people nerds? Yeah, well, because we're, we're not nerds. We're not we're nerds. It doesn't matter cool. how smart you are. We you are know? nerds. Well, I don't know if we're cool. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> What I'm saying is they don't want to contribute to society. They want to close themselves in the box of power. And that's why they're just <coughs> coaches or personal trainers or they own a gym, right? Because they can't operate in a functioning society that's not powerlifting. And they have no they have no aspirations to, all right? And so they're never going to give back that much. They're going to make it look like they give back. And honestly, the meets that are run by PPS, I mean, th- those those lifters are all going to be geared soon, I mean. All right. Well, I just wanted to say, you know, we can't paint with too broad of a brush here, but I think Chance. You ever noticed, I think Chance was out of line because what the fuck's wrong well, with saying well, open nationals? Well, to first of all, so then I look We're at the website. I'm not calling at, it a quit. I look at the website and the logo. Yeah, it just says 2021 nationals, and underneath says open raw teen June, masters. It's called just nationals. The lo- look at the sick logo. It just says nationals on it. So he was, and then he screenshot like the first email that announced it was going to be combined, and they still called it open. So that's like months ago. I'm like, dude, they're calling it nationals. We're all trying to qualify for worlds. Worlds is all in the fall. Like, let's just, I mean, it's also, you're not even acknowledging that this is a one time thing in a pandemic year, maybe a one time thing. Yeah. And, and he said something like, uh, Equipped is only kept alive by all the raw lifters in the U.S. I'm like, Equipped mm, no. is com- competed and kept alive because it's huge on the international level. It's ju- it's more competitive. Yeah, I mean, it's way harder to win Equipped Worlds as an American than it is to just... There, there's people that live for two years and win raw worlds. Like, look at J. Mike. J. Mike's a sick genetic freak, right? But he, he started powerlifting late in his life, went to Worlds, snapped one uh, by 100 keys. Ray Williams, 
Great example. Football player, football coach. Always loved the weight room. Found powerlifting. Within 24 months, he's a world champion. Considered the strongest powerlifter on earth. Okay? That's what Raw is like. Winning in uh, equipped worlds is so much more competitive. And I don't even want to get into this that much, but the shit he was saying was so heinous. <laughs> okay? Because you just got to open your eyes to what the international powerlifting community is doing. Like, that's the thing. Everything about raw lifting is closing your eyes. It's like yeah. uh, your whole world is powerlifting. You're going to open your gym. You're going to coach people online. You're going to pretend like raw is the only thing that matters. Um, that's it, man. I agree with you there. I can't I can't um, dispute any of those things. And I think Chance was a little out of line. But I like to... I like to, you well, know, chance like about well, Let me yeah, ask I like you a question. I like to give people the benefit, like the benefit of the doubt, or play play a little devil's advocate because I know that the raw lifters do feel that they're kind of like persecuted and second class citizens, but because they just bitch and moan, you know, they love they, they love acting that way. But um, let me ask you a question: Was, Did bad. he want to change raw to being open and open to being equipped? No, he just wants to call nationals that is happening in June, which now they're just calling nationals. He wants it to be called raw nationals. That's dumb as fuck. Yeah, it's combined. That's ridiculous. Well, when there's bench nationals, there's raw bench, there's equipped bench, there's yeah, raw yeah, open, yeah. there's equipped open, there's raw masters, equipped masters. It's so stupid. Yeah, just call it masters nationals, and oh, respect your elders. Boom. Then we have to compete under the umbrella of masters. Like the, the logic makes no yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. And there's another thing, and I've always had. To, we've probably talked about, but my theory on raw. So the equipped lifters, right? Engineer, mm-hmm. engineer, PhD in math, but professional gambler. It is what it is. Yeah. It's sick. Um. You know, Scott Dobbins, electrical engineer, like there I don't wanna like there most of the equipped lifters I know have some type of job that makes an impact on society. Oh, you're going in hard today, huh? And like the raw lifters are just all like personal trainers. I don't know. Like I think it's weird. I, I'm not saying that like they're all smooth brains because we're we're smooth brain in a way. They're smooth brain in a way, just maybe different lobes are smoother than others. But what I will say is I think it's something about the mindset. Like if you're a functioning member of society, something about the intricacy of equipped, the uncertainty, the added variables, the adrenaline that appeals to you. Charlie Yang is a computer scientist. Charlie Yang is like, Charlie Yang shouldn't even be powerless. We can't make too too many broad, you know statements here but i i guess i agree with you in the no, general the, if you want to generalize yeah. if you want to generalize of the people that we know the majority of the equipped lifters you know are professionals you know have some other things going on and the majority of the raw lifters kind of like most of them are probably dude i can yeah, go really hard on that <laughs> i can go really hard I don't on know, this shit trying, <laughs> like natalie hansen's like an environmental like scientist who like does political things and then like jen thompson's like a part-time fucking teacher like doesn't even teach a full like i'm sorry like i'm sorry bro like yeah blaine's a blaine's a fucking petroleum engineer and then like ray williams coaches like community college football like i'm just like it's just like take apples to apples (laughs) well here's the thing i'm not hating on anybody's career but like i i'm saying that it says to me there is a certain type of brain smooth that is attracted to equipped lifting, and obviously, if I'm gonna say generally the high, the IQ might be higher, there's gonna be less of us. Well, because you have to understand that wearing gear is not cheating, 
So like, yeah, if you're yeah, you have to fuck, get over that fact. Yeah. 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 If you're <laughs> stupid as fuck and you don't realize that putting gear on isn't cheating, then you lift rock. So is Dave Hoff like mega brain? He might have the roughest brain <laughs> and we don't even know. He might have like a 200 IQ. It's possible. <laughs> yeah, maybe the people that are actually like strong, just raw, like like just dumb strong, they're literally just dumb strong. Yeah. Dumb. You have to be a certain level. Yeah, you have to be able to shut shit We off. should do like a study. We should do IQ tests at nationals when we have everybody there and like compare oh, brains. That'd be sick. Because you, know? you know there's not that many smart robots. And that's why like I've always wondered about like Sean. Like Sean's like an Who's MIT smarter? grad and like worked some really like seemed like some cool jobs and he, he quit to pursue acting and powerlifting stuff. And I'm just like, you would be a fantastic equip lifter just like just give it up just give it up his brain his brain is fit for yeah. it bryce lewis seems like a pretty smart guy you know talking to him well it's like, like those things smart. like i i don't know bryce is a super intelligent guy he would he's be definitely strong. smarter he would than be me strong as fuck in equipment yeah i mean first of all yeah, we like, put him in equipment and he was like okay let me just smoke 800 pounds like it was fucking saying. stupid like he would he would crush he would fucking crush. He would be be a contender to win worlds at 105, which is so hard, um, equipped to. But so he's just a special dude. But there's a lot of things like where Bryce is super smart, but like I don't know how these guys stay focused on powerlifting 24 seven. Like he's talking about mental bias and and like mental preparation, it, so much, and it's so in depth. Where I'm just like, we're just like, oh, we fucking lift weights and we go crazy, and sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But like he's like in depth all the time. What are you thinking? How are you feeling? Like all this shit. I can't get into that part of powerlifting. So like he's smart. He's super smart in that way. Yeah, I think what we need to do is take all the raw lifters that are like somewhat smart and just be like, what the hell are you waiting for? It's yeah, like, it's time to come to the equipment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just get them in like a room and just do a seminar and just. <clears throat> so basically, if you're raw and you don't try out equipment, then you might be one of the smooth brain ones. Yeah. So get over here. <laughs> I don't Give know, man. Shot. That's been a conversation I've had with a, a people a lot. There just seems to be a trend. Mm. But I also think I also think really what the real real reason might be Occam's razor is that the uh, the raw lifters like to build up their Instagram followings and build up their coaching business, and then at some point it might become just economical to not work a real job. Yeah, maybe know. they're the smart ones because honestly, if I could just power lift and have be sponsored and you know i think you would still no i see i doubt that and i've thought about this i don't think i'd walk away from all my projects and then just be okay with it i don't think i'd quit my job unless like i was making a lot a lot of money and couldn't like have the time well here's the other thing too when you work for yourself right you have to continually grow your business and if let's say you're making an equivalent amount you have to stay relevant at that equivalent amount for the next like fucking 20 years which isn't going to happen. Yeah, and I mean, well, we don't want to get into this, but benefits, benefits. Yeah, oh, but once so once GatherCoin hits like $5, though, yeah, and like Bitcoin matter. hits like 200 k You're fine. Then we'll be all right. Don't worry. Yeah, you're fine. You know? Once the stock market turns around, I'll be The fine. stock market, oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even look. Once PayPal stock goes to 1000 I'll be feeling good. Yeah, once GatherChain. <laughs> so... Anyway, we had some other shit to talk about. Oh, yeah. it, this this wasn't even planned. So when no. you said speed pod, it's not. Well, yeah. no, we're we're going we're going through it quick. So we talked about nationals a little bit. How there's still some spots. How we're excited about it. 
how we um, are booking our flights to the Bahamas after nationals. Okay, Let, let's so, just make another announcement real quick. Yeah. We booked our flights to Houston. We're going to Tiny Meeker's baddest yeah. bencher on the planet show. Yeah, they opened up Texas just in time so we can. Run yeah, around. so we can go without masks. No, no I'm just kidding. I'm going to wear a mask. <laughs> we're going to. Well, no, I mean we're getting we're we're going to get COVID if we didn't already have it. I think we might be immune. Peachy's fine. Oh yeah. You know, me and Joe probably had it. I have O type blood. I think I'm fine. <sighs> but like, yeah, that's kind of. It'll be interesting to see what happens. We'll we'll give you a report on what the hell's going on in Texas. After so we, get back. we did book that trip. So we will be in Houston for the Baddest Bencher. We'll also be at Mr. Dobbins's Lake House. Shout out Dixie. Shout out Bruce. Shout out Scott. What up? Um. Yeah. So we did that. You know, we talked about this, and you know, don't don't ask us dates about the Bahamas thing. We're going. But we were looking at places to stay and the dates. We haven't figured it out quite yet. We're the type to book. Like we booked this Houston trip two weeks out. <clears throat> we'll we'll, we'll yeah. try to we'll do this maybe six to eight weeks out. Yeah, but like we don't really have a reason to stick around in Florida. Oh, you know, uh, we're leaving we Sunday morning. So we're gonna yeah. leave like Sunday or yeah, probably Sunday. Yeah, and we'll probably be there at least like four days in the Bahamas. We just have somewhere. to pick a place we're staying. So. Yeah, we're trying to figure out what what makes the most sense. Um, what's the closest vicinity to a casino? What excursions are we gonna do? Yeah, we already have three or four yeah. solid people that are that are friends of the pod who yeah. are thinking about coming. So I'm assuming that number would just grow. So yeah, there's already gonna be like probably confirmed like almost somewhere between five and ten. Yeah, right now. Right now, I mean. If Greg is really coming, it's gonna be lit. Greg, be sick. Greg Johnson can drink like no other. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm waiting to get the the, the message from Bonica. I'm waiting for it. To... Yeah, yeah. Bonica, I, I think she's behind on. She's the behind. She might not even know about she's this. She's gonna fucking. She's gonna lose it. Yeah. yeah. But but anyway, we're gonna. It's on. So start clearing your schedule. Clear start, it out. Start saving up your money. I let people work know I might not be around in June. Yeah. <laughs> might not be around. Uh, that's going on. And then, you know, I think this, uh, we all kind of saw this one coming as an announcement, but the Arnold is no more for 2021. Um, I didn't it, see that coming, actually. I kind of saw it coming, uh, but, like, I don't think anybody was really going to do it anyway because it kind of was going to fall between nationals and worlds, right? So yeah, like, yeah. What good I didn't think they would just cancel the whole fucking thing. Well, I mean, like, these regional meets are becoming bigger and bigger, and, and like, it's kind of like... I, I wasn't sure what was going to happen with the Arnold. But, yeah. but, but with the Arnold, I'm not, didn't they cancel, like, literally everything except for Strongman and the bodybuilding yeah. show? I thought they were... I didn't think there would be an expo, but I thought there would be um, some type of COVID-friendly expo, whether that be, like meetings zoom meetings spatial chat meetings i don't know and then like other sports i mean there's usually art and like all kinds of sports going on and it's just too massive maybe the pump and run who the fuck knows but it's too massive you're right uh too much travel so um yeah no arnold at all unless you're a pro strongman or pro bodybuilder which honestly i'll probably just watch the streams of those yeah it's pretty sick I'm mad I can't see Half Thor like up close and see how. Well, not Half Thor specifically because no, he's, he's, he's done. done. But like the pro strongman up close and see how their boils and pimples are looking up close is pretty sickening. Yeah. I like that though. You get to see like the real 
underbelly of strongman. When's the uh, when's that half Thor Eddie Hall fight? Is that this year? Oh, or so? is it's it supposed like, to be in like September or some December, shit in Vegas. Yeah, we something gotta like look that. Think that's an, like if we're gonna go to Tiny Meeker's meet, then like obviously we gotta go to this. I mean, PG would. I'm going no matter what. PG might. We might just send PG. If it's in Vegas, we should just go because we're gonna, you know, pay for the trip in our first trip to the casino. Obviously, Obviously. yeah. You know, on the blackjack or you know some poker. I think you'll be playing blackjack. I might. I actually, I actually found out there are YouTube instructional videos on how to roll. Uh, craps better. Oh yeah, the golden thrower or whatever. I might get into yeah. bone thrower, dude. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, might get into some bone thrower. So like, I might watch those videos before we go to pay for the trip. You don't need to watch a video, dude. You just dude, need to it's see- a specific. It's like, w- will you watch a video on powerlifting if someone had a secret on how to add a hundred pounds? Okay, this guy can roll twenty times in a row without rolling seven. Come on, it's about conviction. Get the fuck out of here, about bro. conviction. Yeah, you got. Alex is it. a pure gambler. He's just <laughs> it's about your conviction. Yeah, when, he doesn't follow the blackjack rules. The dice, you have to feel it. Yeah, you got to think to yourself eight and just believe it. You just Harder. have to try. Harder. You have to yeah. fucking try. Okay? Forty-four. Well, that's why every time I I roll, I yell, "Come on!" And then the point, like, "Come on, six, boom, six. See you later. Yeah. Everybody loves you. Yeah. Anyway, we will we will make the money back. And by that time, I mean the pod's gonna be na- like nationally huge. We'll probably just get. And yeah. YouTube oh, revenue. Yeah, so yeah. just by going out there and making a, a podcast. Or we'll be canceled. <laughs> one day, one or the other. Yeah. I think we might be off YouTube by then. I don't even know how to make YouTube revenue, but. <laughs> yeah, we haven't made a penny off the pod other than our friends at Quest Nutrition who hook us up with supplements and equipment. Yeah, I got all the hardcore my little heart could ever yeah. decide <laughs> in collagen. Um, and we didn't even mention Quest, but now now that's a good sign. I, I worked it in. Yeah, thank thank you for working that in there. Um, as you can see, yeah. So our, no Arnold, but flag. we just remembered we we were pretty much pot committed from episode one to go to Vegas if this Eddie Hall half door fight happens. That was such a dumb error in this pod. Like, there, it's not even powerlifting, but we talk about everything. Well, we just talk about whatever strength sports, yeah, shit like that. All right, so like before we finish this one up, we wanted to give a segment for you guys. Um, Gear talk. It's been a little while it's since been a while. we've done some gear talk. Recent events have been so crazy. Yeah. It's, like, it's um, hard to do the, the segments. Peachy, uh, Peachy got in some gear last night. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, I was saying the squat suit was a little loose. He wanted to take some squats with no knee wraps. <sighs> Hasn't touched Gross. equipment in a while. I thought, you know, it looked okay. Then you, you smushed yourself a little bit, but it was, I thought it was not bad for not wearing gear for a long time and not wearing knee wraps. Yeah. But it made us kind of think, um, you were talking about altering gear and that, um, that with Titan, you, you can alter your squat suit a lot easier than, no, no, obviously, no, other way yeah. with, sorry, with the TRX, I meant to say, you can alter your gear much more easily. Um, as opposed to the super set. Yeah, basically what happens with the TRX <clears throat> is the seam kind of goes straight down your leg, and so if you want to take it in, you can you can just, like, you know, take it in all the way down. Typically the legs on the TRX will be a little bit looser, so it kind of you'll take more off on the bottom uh, if you have, like, smaller legs like I do. But um, it's easy to take in the hips because it's just a straight seam down. See you later. Yeah. The Titan suits have this fucking like crisscross X. It's like a double. It's like a double wide. 
Right. And you cannot alter it. You just can't. You can't because the the material's too thick. You could never put a thread through it and it would stay. Like it's going to bust open if you try to. I kind of want to try it on my industrial sewing machine, but. I mean, we could give it a whirl. I don't give a shit. It's a dual quad design. It started with a dual quad, which which means there's more pa- more panels make up the lower portion of the suit than like a TRX is um, two panels of fabric, the front and the back, and they're sewn together on a s- seam up the side, and then the t- very top of the strap is pinched because it, it's separate from the suit. A Titan has a quad panel... And a and a back panel on the leg, and they're brought together in a triangular fashion, and then I think the rest of the suit is another two panels. So it's at least, it's four or six panels. I don't even know. I haven't held a centurion in so long, so they're really hard to take in. And when you start taking them, you see like it. What used to be an X now it, it gets like it's not an X anymore. It's like uh, an X that got the center chopped out because yeah. you bring it in along that. Um, line where four panels meet it's kind of weird um it's really hard to to get the hips tight um i don't know if that's the the sole reason i like the trx better Mm -hmm. but i do tend to take my suits in only on the bottoms like a shit ton Mm -hmm. like i order it big to fit my fat upper body i work it in and i take like three inches three full inches off each leg from hem to hip, which means from the leg opening all the way up to the hip, um, which you just couldn't pull that off with a Centurion. I've tried it um, when I was sponsored with them, and even when I took a shit ton off, that there's so many seams on the hip that this, it's more likely to just re-stretch back out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, There's just more points for it to stretch. Like you would have to get a custom suit from Titan if, you're built like me or Joe and you kind of got this bigger upper body and this like somewhat smaller, relatively speaking, lower body. You have to go tighter out of the bag too. You have to because like, for instance, I was squatting usually in like a 4240 or something like that. And uh, I really needed to get a 38 because by the time I broke in the 40, it was fucking limp. So you need to get like an entire size smaller than you really should have. And it's really hard to break in because you have to get in it and move around in it, but it's so tight you physically can't lift. But then when you finally break it in, yeah, that's right. So like Kelsey does that, Luis, like anybody I know who is is sponsored by Titan and is a really good lifter, like their shit is so incredibly tight that it, the first wear is like it's brutal. It's you're you're there for an hour trying to get like an, an actual hour trying to get it on, and you're so tired. And you're just like, is it fucking worth it? But then, like, eventually it passes and you get through it. But, like, with Inzer, I remember, like, before squatting a grand one day, it, I was in the warm room with Dobbins, and Dobbins was like, yo, your shit's so loose. I'm like, dude, all my shit fits like a glove. Mm-hmm. Like, it's tight, but it slides right on me because it's literally, like, mm-hmm. customized to my body. Yeah. And I never I never struggle to get gear on. Never. Peachy, um... I was wearing your TRX, but I think you were using a, a, a Centurion. What's your preference? I know Joe likes the TRX to squat. So the TRX is substantially more comfortable to squat in um, and deadlift in. I think that the, the Inzer equipment is just much more comfortable to wear. But I haven't had the kind of luck that I've had with the squat suit. So the Super Cent, I've just gotten more carryover out of. Um, so I would continue to use the super scent. It's a huge pain in the ass, but I, 
I get a, a good amount of carryover out of it. That being said, I've never been a fan of the Titan deadlift suits. So yeah, I me would, and PG I want to run down all of it, dude. Interverse Titan. Yeah. That's like the know. number. I don't know if we're going to have time. To no, no, we'll do it quick. That's like the number one. If I've been getting messages from random people for the past 10 years on Facebook and Instagram, that's the number one question. Well, let's just finish going through the squat suit yeah. comparison because I think there's a lot of things to cover. And if, you know, if we get through the, the squat suits, maybe, you know, in a reasonable time, we can move it forward or just save. Well, the, the next deadlift kind of the deadlift one. suit kind of oh, flows. PG yeah. likes to talk about deadlift. Oh yeah, I suck at it. It's a, yeah, so I spend PG a lot of time deadlift. thinking about it. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I guess to finish off my thoughts of the deadlift suit, I just think that the softer material that Enzer has is uh, easier to get down to the bar and actually deadlift. It's like a max DL. Yeah, max DL. Um, even the TRX, I've deadlifted in a TRX and actually done better than. Uh, but it's the same material as a velocity. No, it's not. It is. Well, they it get might the be material the same material, the same but place. it's it's rougher. The Titan material is rougher. Oh, there's always reason. more seams. There's always more and more seams and shit. That's what I mean. So it's like harder to yeah, actually move Yeah, but look at look at it. Luis. The kid gets like 100 pounds out of a velocity deadlift suit. That's true. Yeah, but all right. So, Joe, what is the difference between uh, the fusion and the, and the velocity for you? You've worn them both. Nothing. It's exactly. conventional. So it's it's more like preference. Yeah. Yeah, I think it really depends. That's on why I just wear velocity. If there yeah, is no, sumo. if there is no discernible difference to me, I'll go with the Titan because uh, Titan's a better company and is better people and have been better to me over the years. But I just cannot wear a Titan. It's gotten to the point where I've worn everything for both. Like my entire kit would be Inzer at one point or has been Titan at other points, and then it's been a mix. And right now, it's it's lean back towards titan because titan's so great to me but i i just can't i can't switch my squat suit mm-hmm. i mean so like you've had your experience with the bolt breaking on you mm-hmm. um i remember last year you actually blew the ass out of a trx was that no f- that's opposite no? i was trying to still <clears throat> so titan fully sponsored me in 2018 and I was oh, wearing Centurions. And then uh, before the Arnold 2019, my intention was to, I just kept, kept getting tighter and tighter Centurions. And uh, my intention was to wear Centurion at the Arnold 2019. Oh, One of my last workouts, I blew the ass out of a Centurion. And it's probably just because I took it in way too many times. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came back. I, I It was only a one warm-up, like 716 or 783, something like that. And so I came in two days later because I was pressed for time. It was like the last squat workout before the Arnold. And I just came in with, I found some TRXs that were, I hadn't used in two plus years. I put it on, I had a great workout. <laughs> and then <laughs> I had a really good meet. And I was like, I just straight up said Titan, like, listen, man, I'm a, I'm on the twilights of my problem career. This shit ain't worth it. You don't have to give me anything for free. I, I could buy my own gear. It's, it's not like when I was in college or whatever that I couldn't buy gear. Like, I'm just going to wear the TRX for the rest of whatever. So that's actually, but I will say this. Centurions don't blow out often. That's the first time, I, and I've worn a fucking hundred of them. That's the first time I had a problem with a Centurion. It was a tiny. It was like a tiny little thing. It was like you were going yeah. down. And I remember I heard something, and we looked, and it was just like a tiny it little. It was a dime-sized hole. It wasn't yeah. catastrophic like the yeah. bolt. Yeah. Um, but I think the whole <laughs> Texas A&M crew, like Nathan and Scott and Jesse Birdshell, those motherfuckers have blown out a million TRXs. A million. Like, incredible amount. So, 
I think it also depends on the weight. If you wear a suit as high as it's supposed to be, either one, I don't think the squat suits blow out easily. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's also just, that's like an individual random thing if you're going to blow out a squat suit or not. But like in like modern squat suits, single ply, you shouldn't be blowing them out. Do you think TRX for Centurion favored different styles uh, for squatting, or like is just it's just like the way your body's shaped or something like? Because you're saying a, a bigger upper body is more suited for a TRX. Well, I mean, if you get a TRX and you're like, uh, say you're like a female lifter, it's gonna fit horrible. Like the straps are very wide. The straps are wide. The uh, the legs are long and the legs, they kind of like bell out. Like for a male, like a, a muscular male has huge quads. Mm-hmm. It's tiny hips, tiny hips, which I like, and 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 a big leg opening for your quad, which female powerlifters have wider hips in proportion than a male powerlifter to the rest of their body and probably not as peaked yeah, more quadriceps. Yeah, yeah, their legs are kind so of So I think, tapered. you know, it, it depends, and and honestly, it, <laughs> there are a lot of like uh, male powerlifters who have that. Like Luis would never wear a TRX; his hips are the biggest thing on his body. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know. Where for me, actually, proportional for my size, my hips kind of like aren't. You know, aren't like Luis's hips are wider than his shoulders. Mine, my shoulders are wider than my hips. So yeah. I don't know. But it, I like the TRX when I was when I was using it. I yeah, because you like have a small a, waist. Yeah, I have a small waist and big quads, and yeah, you know, this, I like the wide straps. And if you took that too. in a lot, it would be like perfect. <clears throat> yeah, you were wearing like an old yeah. stock yeah, that TRX. That thing is very big. Yeah. So I love the TRX. So I guess that's a good point. Uh, your body shape. Um, if you're like kind of jacked, then maybe TRX is good if you got an, like a narrower waist, but. Um, Centurion might be better for you if you're just like a more normal shaped person. Yeah, I would say all female lifters should go with a a Centurion just right off the bat. And then depending on your musculature, if you're a male lifter, you know, the Centurion versus TRX. Like I've always said the TRX was built to fit Tony Harris. And if you don't have a build like Tony Harris or someone on the spectrum, it might not work for you. That's a good point. He was the man back then. Yeah, Tony Harris is well. He's still the, he's still the fucking man. But. Oh yeah. All right, we're hopping back and forth, but I mean, is there much more to say on the deadlift comparisons? I mean, no. I don't think it, I think that's like preference. I think thing. it's a toss up. I think obviously I, I think like the velocity shirts. We would always recommend the Centurion. I've yet to work in my bolt katana. I mean, sorry, katana. Yeah, Super katana. Right. Super katana, and I'll always recommend a Super katana. It's just the most reliable shirt there is. Um, I wouldn't, I don't even, if people ask me if sh- they should get a bolt, like, uh, coach Joseph from urban powerhouse was like, dude, should I get a bolt? I was like, absolutely not. Well, it's like, a, he's it's a like new a first, It's a first shirt for him. Yeah. Yeah. Mo- I mean, most people like first shirt you recommend like an F6, right? Or something like that. Or just a no, normal just katana. Right a katana. Yeah. Just get a, katana, I mean, I just, a regular I just katana. I walked right into a super katana. You don't even thing. need a super. Yeah, me too. Regular katanas are great. Yeah. But, but like, well, yeah. you got to have a fucking disco ball, spherical mirror brain if you're going to jump in a bolt. And so like, you got to be talking, you got to, it's got to be like retard to retard like conversation. It's like never driving a car and getting like a Corvette Z06 as your first car. You're going to smash it to the (laughs) fucking tree. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what I have to say about shirts. And then the only thing I would add about shirts is when we're talking about super katanas, 
if you have like a really big chest, um, the regular is probably going to fit you a little bit better. And, Max here. Oh, what's up, Mac? Yeah, and you can kind of fluff your tits up a little, and it'll fit nice right across. But if you're, you know, if you have kind of a smaller chest, you might want you might want to do the low cut because the way it'll fit you, it'll fit you in that spot more naturally, and then you don't have to worry about jacking it. You don't have to worry about yeah, it moving around on you. Whatever. It's not going to choke you Whatever, out, Whatever, man. So that's fucking what I get it, get a, a tight cut. katana and, and wear it. What about what about sleeve options? You know, is there any fucking tight. Oh, angle sleeve yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's angled what you mean. Sleeves all the yeah, time, so right? like Inzer doesn't have sleeve options. They just here's an Inzer bench shirt, which is fine. I mean, um, Titan offers a straight sleeve versus angle sleeve, with which they say if you're if you're a flat back bencher and you bench ninety degrees, like the sleeves are cut like that. But on angle sleeve, the sleeves are actually cut and sewn onto the shirt, so yeah. it's kind of like a decline press For your because arch. they're yeah. saying you're arching and you. Who's sure. that huge bencher in the 93s that I'm blanking on super hard right now? I don't know. No, he's, he's a bench only. He's been killing it for like ever. Listen, Mamola? Mamola. Uh-huh. Mamola wears a straight sleeve What's shirt. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Is he and flat back? No. He just he says that it's like the seam is just better for whatever reason. I've tried straight sleeve shirts. They're, they're just, they're so bad. They're so bad. I can't. I would never recommend yeah. it to anybody. But Mamola's, a, Mamola's like a, a one-off freak. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it, some of you out there have some sort of preference or information. I've only worn angled sleeves myself. Dude, yeah. the first time I even saw a straight sleeve shirt was when Mamola was wearing it at, at Bench Nationals, like 2018. No, no, no. I, I, I've tried them in Bay State with you there before, like in 2012. Oh. But, um, yeah, man, I don't know. It's just hard for me, even though I'm going to smooth brain my smooth brain my way into working this bolt eventually when I feel like it's a good time. Um I would always recommend a katana to anybody. So that's what I do when people message me. And on wraps, I pretty much tell them it's a toss-up. Get a pair of THPs and get a pair of regular grippers and just go to town because I love both. I would wear either. You could literally come. It could be the biggest squad of my life, and someone could just, like, throw one or two at me and me not knowing which one was which, and I'd I'd be fine. Mm -hmm. So. And then for training, for, like, just training, like, like, uh, you like the Iron Zs or you like, like uh, the titaniums or whatever. I like both. I have a pair. I keep a pair of both around. I actually really like the titaniums. Yeah. Like I would take meat squats on those. Uh, so knee wraps, it, do, it don't matter. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's we're like edit them? that out of the pod. No one, no one dude. would wear titaniums dude, or Blaine, RPMs on the Blaine fucking planet. Where's I, 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 I wore titaniums. So does Leanne Blinn. You're gonna tell me that they just like Bro. You know, I wore titaniums on the platform. Blaine, before. we're talking. We're getting geared. Geared. Advice from Blaine now. I'm just saying he's that so strong; it doesn't them. matter. I'm just saying that people wear them. I'm talking to like... the people who actually like getting carryover. Carl Jungvar used to wear fucking Iron Z's, dude. Great example, Carl Jungvar. We're all fucking Carl Jungvar. I'm just saying, dude, that people wear them. It's not like outrageous yeah. that you go, "Oh my god, how the fuck could you possibly so wear?" So I think Iron I think Z's it goes. Iron Z's are way better. It goes to to show that when it comes to knee wraps, I think it's a lot of preferential stuff. Yeah, that you should 100%. fuck around with what you like because some are, some are going to be more comfortable some of them you know you'll maybe get more of like a cast with and some of them you'll get more of a bounce with and yeah it depends someone, on the type of lifter you are if you're like a ballistic type lifter or if you're like a very slow static yeah stopping like power piston, versus versus you know. rebound but the mo- one of the most more recent messages i've gotten was uh someone asked me if i've ever used the atomic wraps which you should just be called super grippers they're just like double rubberized grippers those and were actually Vang, the Vang sickest have those wraps. Or yeah vang has them too yeah. first of all 
they're paying the ass for your handler. Second of all, if you're a bigger person like me, I couldn't get the enough revolutions. They were so crazy, those wraps. So I prefer regular grippers for the rebound. But if you're um, multiplying, you can get them extra long or something. Maybe. Yeah, but they're, they're, they were sick. Yeah. I love them. Kelsey and I both went through phases with them, and they're both gone. Like, I ditched them in the, like, I probably told the story, but I literally threw them in the trash after missing my open art world games <laughs> and just use regular grippers. So, like, that's that was my relationship with those. And obviously, after something that traumatic, I'll never use them again. But they hurt a lot. Yeah. yeah that's not the pain. But I mean, we no, do, know, we do have listeners saying. that, you know, might, might be allowed to wear longer wraps and stuff like that, or it might be smaller guys. Girls. Oh yeah, like Vang still wears the shit. Yeah, like Vang loves them. Vang, I love them too. They're great. They're great, sick. Racks. Yeah, Vang squatted like eight hundred multiply <laughs> in those things. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah, they, those things look fucking insane. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm sure like we're gonna end up having more gear talk. We kind of covered the the bases on a lot of those things, and we've talked about kind of wearing the gear a little bit in the past, but maybe that's something we can cover again in a little bit more depth on. On, on them things next time next time we decide to have it or if we have a better thought we kind of come up with gear talk every now and then because there's so much to talk about but i feel like we repeat ourselves a lot too so yeah we might have already we might have done this gear talk like 25 episodes ago yeah but we're know. we're in episode 37 i think there's probably people that are just yeah that's back when stuff. we had 50 listeners so you know what up it's good to talk about gear on this powerlifting podcast about powerlifting yeah, we should mix Equipped. in some lifting. Why not? Equipped, raw, open. This is an open powerlifting podcast. Yeah, this is wide open. This is wide open than it gets, dude. Yeah. If the USAPL had multiply, it would be at open. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it would be as an open. Yeah, it would, it would be, be open. open. <laughs> One day we should talk about who is and who isn't an advocate of women's sports, but I'll leave that one. Oh, I'll leave shit. that one for later. <laughs> an advocate of women's sports well yeah i mean uh we've talked about advocating for women's sports um against the transgenders i don't think uh there's any updates on that lawsuit no there's no updates but did you see uh did you see um trump's uh <laughs> yeah uh, you should you should reenact this this is actually hilarious this was mad funny so like you know say what you want you know i don't want to get too political here but like we were watching this like clip from Trump. Trump like was at uh, what was it CPAC or something? Some like, shit like that. Some yeah. shit like that. And he was like talking about, hey, you know, you know, with uh, female. He was talking about transgender athletes. He was like talking about how weightlifting, the uh, with a weightlifting, the world record, you know, it'll it, it'll be broken by a couple ounces. Ugh. But then you have one of these athletes that was born as a biological male take it at a hundred pounds. Yeah, he starts repping the air. <laughs> he starts <laughs> like rapping. we're like, oh my god, he's talking about this. Yeah, but he was like bent. Like it's it's just yeah. funny to see. I it was mean, mad funny, but no lie there. You know, I don't agree with with a lot of things that he says. But shit. I think it should be said, man. It should be said about no lie. you know he he basically said women's uh, all the hard work that women have done for equality in sport is going to be for nothing if we don't do anything and like you know. We're not we're not advocating for Donald <laughs> Trump to be in politics ever again, no, but we but are advocating for our politics to protect our female yeah. athletes, our politicians to protect our female athletes. If that's what it comes down to, it's yeah. sad that it has to get to that level. But 
I think this know. is a big issue that's probably going to end up like in the well, Supreme Court or something. High schools, yeah, uh, junior high schools, like uh, collegiate. It's 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 an issue every age group and every level now. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I think anybody who's participated in athletics in a competitive fashion, you know, um, most all, all Americans can agree on on this. Well, most, most. Let's just say though, definitely the majority. I think. If I could just close at one point, if you were ever suspended by the USAPL for harassing women, then maybe you should not post on social media about advocating one way or the other on this issue. All right, why don't you just shut the fuck up? And with that, it's a great way to end it. <laughs> it sounded like a shot fired. Bang, with bang. that, but. I'm out of this episode. Yeah, we'll close this one out. But, you know, if if you have an opinion on this and want to protect female sports, I think you should put it out there and let, in, let people in, know. Unless, unless you have been suspended for harassing women. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Okay. Okay. But good point, Alex. Yes. So with that, let's, <laughs> let's fucking train. Yeah, let's go. All right. All right, could be training. Later. We'll see you next time. With Dan Bell. With Dan Bell. Peace. Sick.